This call is now being recorded. Welcome back to Inside Personal Growth. This is Greg Voice and the host of Inside Personal Growth. And as I do every time I come on one of these podcasts, I want to thank all of those listeners from around the world who've supported this podcast program now in excess of eight years. And as I was just telling Larry here, almost 600 interviews. So thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you. Uh, today, uh, joining me, he's actually in North Carolina, I think, today, but he resides in Florida, is Larry Widell, is it? Is that how I'm saying it? Widell. Right, Widell. Larry Widell has written a new book called Serial Winner, Five Actions to Create Your Cycle of Success. Good day to you, Larry. How are you doing? Fine. How are you, Greg? Well, it's good to have you on Inside Personal Growth and an opportunity to spend a few minutes with you here, Larry, to let our listening audience know about your studies of serial winners. And obviously, I'm assuming you're a serial winner yourself um, in explaining what it, you know, what it really is all about with serial winners. But I'm going to let my listening audience know just a tad bit about you. Larry has spent the last 40 years building a national financial services business and helping teams of people achieve the success they want. Um, he Today, Larry holds weekly coaching calls for leaders across the U.S. and Canada. Uh, his videos, articles, and other resources on career, success, leadership, and sales are widely popular. He's a graduate of Georgia Tech. And uh, as I said, Larry divides his time between Aspen, Colorado and Palm Beach, Florida. And today he's in North Carolina speaking to a group of people and speaking to us as well. Well, Larry, thanks for taking the time this morning. And, you know, you know, a lot of this is about you having coached and learned and uh, been in this business for some time and identifying the characteristics of what you refer as a serial winner. I know you have your cycle, but if you would explain to our listening audience, what do you have found in the characteristics of people that are serial winners? Well, people that are serial winners are people that are just like everybody else. You know, you can't, you can't pick one out of the crowd, but it has to do with how they think, how they process of the the situations that life throws at them and minimize the bad, maximize the good and keep themselves on track moving forward towards goals they want. When you're not moving towards goals that you want yourself, that you that are important to you, you're really not energized. You're going through the motions and you're really you're not even close to your best self. To do anything great in life you got to be moving towards things that are exciting to you. And that's uh, when you put in the extra effort, and that's when you have the success. Yeah, and and you actually have outlined in this book very detailed these cycles of winning. And you've identified five cycles of winning. Um, how did you discover these cycles? In other words, you're out there studying these people and coaching them and understanding more. Um how you know we can get into the cycles, but how did you really discover them initially? Same way you did, and uh, you know we we hodgepodge uh, put it together. You know we we're driven to do 
you know, basically in the beginning you're driven to survive and then you're driven to do well and to do fun things and take advantage of opportunities. And to do that, you run into obstacles at different steps along the way. And uh, one way or another, those of us that have had success or even extraordinary success, we have figured these things out or we've been around people who could point the way to us and, uh, you know, take the mystery out of it. You know, when you're, you're confused, you're frustrated, you don't know what to do. You are, uh, you know, you're basically shut down, but when you have, you can read a book, you can read a, a tape. If you're fortunate to have someone close to you who is successful that you can throw questions at and uh, people who will take the time to to explain, I had that. And uh, I had that. I had some great tapes and books that I found along the way. And I was able to kind of unravel the mystery. And then uh, after my job evolved into not, just doing financial services myself, but uh, we had the opportunity of opening a uh, organization just as fast as we could open outlets, train people, and there's a big opportunity. So we were taking our best and brightest people we recruited and giving them a chance to get into management training and uh, even open their own offices, much like you might do in real estate, and had an expansion a tremendous expansion of people who were new to entrepreneurship, new to leadership, running their having having a new business and learning how to run it. And so my for the last thirty five years or so I spent bulk of my time, pretty much morning, noon and night, talking to people about how you keep yourself on track, how you deal with people, how you deal with problems of growth. And it they all all turn into the same type cycles. You have your next stage you want to get to, your next project you want to get through, and you've got to navigate your way through through to uh, uh, conclusion, and then it's what comes next. Yeah. And so this is where I spent my time on, and that's 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 how I've I've uh, uh, discovered this is all. Why it's so clear clear to me? Yeah. Yeah, of, yeah. 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 Well, it's kind of like lifting weights, right, Larry? You basically have developed the muscle of winning. Um, and in your case, you've developed these cycles of winning. Let's talk about those cycles, starting with deciding. You've got them very well articulated in the book. Every chapter, you've got a nice uh, graphic in there that shows how these cycles go. Um, but talk about the cycles. Uh, you know, let's, let's start with deciding. That's the first one, right? Yeah, and, uh, you know, it was only after I got through the book. The book was written to pretty much answer the question, why is it the world is full of so many people who almost do things, and what we really need is more people who can do things. And it was written to try and help people who uh, were wanting to get ahead and move forward, but they couldn't, you know, they were kind of confused, locked up. And so after getting through the book, it was only at the end I realized, you know, this is really – there's a cycle of winning and a cycle of winning in basically every phase of your life. And not only that, Greg, you know, you're, if you think about it, in every phase of your life, your personal life, your health, your nutrition, your relationships, uh, you know, your, your, your career, everything is a, a cycle. It's either a cycle of losing, of mediocrity, 
or of success. And so the cycle of success broke down into about five steps. And the first thing is you got to get going. You can't sit around wasting your life. You know, we're only here for a short period of time. Clock is ticking. And people who achieve things are people who do things. They're not going to put on anyone's tombstone uh, or read, you know, at uh, anybody's funeral about all the great things they wanted to do or that they had the potential to do if they're talking or if they're listing things, you know, in the newspaper or on the tombstone, the stuff you did. Life is life is, is accumulation of things you do. And, well, you had, uh, a, you had a big mentor, and he told you, if you want to win, you have to keep moving forward. To keep moving forward, you have to keep making decisions. So the first step in your cycle is really just to make that decision to move forward, right? That's it. At some point, at some point, you just got to get going, and right. uh, okay, you, know, you got to follow that instinct, and you got to see: is this something I really want to pursue or not? It is only well, then, after you, you then can when hear you're from making, other people, but but you find out, you really find out once you once you dive in the pool if you like to swim or not, you know. Well, then your second step in this cycle is really overdoing, overdo. Yeah. Um, talk with the listeners, if you would, about the, the you know, we're going to go through these. It's overdue, it's adjust, it's finish, and keep improving. Now, that is the cycle, folks. Uh, but in overdue, um, what are you basically telling my listeners? Well, people who win start different than people who lose. And people who win and are successful start with a bang they you know they get going they don't just do they overdo they uh -huh. put they they give it everything they've got so they can give themselves a chance to get ahead and the point is that if it's something that that that's exciting to you you want to do and you launch into it you got to say to yourself just like all of us, like, like you want to learn a, a job, get a business, you want to learn how to a language, play a, learn how to play the piano. You're not, you're not going to be, you, you're never assured you're going to be great at it uh, until you get in and you try. But one thing you can tell yourself is, I know I'm not going to be great at it if I piddle, you know, if I give it a half-hearted effort and I just go through the motions. If I'm going to find out if I'm capable of this, i got to give it everything I've got because I'm not going to be good enough to be great at this and, and do it at a high level just going through the motions. So from the beginning, since we all underestimate what new projects, you know, we do individually, uh, companies do it, governments do it, uh, the tendency is under to underestimate how much effort it's going to take to do something new. And so your best, uh, your, the way you put your odds in your favor of being successful is go at it with everything you've got right from the beginning. So if you don't wind up achieving what you set out to do, at least you don't have the regrets of, I wish I'd worked harder. Uh, mm -hmm. and you, you don't have to go the rest of your life knowing you could have done it, but you just didn't put enough into it. Now, one of the things that you, you say is that winners conquer doubt. Um, how, in your estimation, do the winners who have these characteristics um, stay so positive in your mind and conquer the doubt? You know, 
because along the way, Larry, people are going to receive all kinds of obstacles towards achieving the goal. It just happens. It's part of life. Um, how are you, how are you advising people to overcome those obstacles and remove the doubt? Well, whenever you get going in life, things are going to go wrong. And if you're 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 new at being in charge of your life and trying things, you the tendency is when things go wrong and you're following a plan and a program that you learned from someone else or you lined up for yourself, when it goes wrong, you think, well, I'm not good enough. I shouldn't have tried this. What was I thinking? Where is what's required and what winners do is they just simply adjust. When things go wrong, they adjust. They don't quit because mm -hmm. plan A never works. You know, one thing in life, plan A never works. It gets you. Plan A is to get you started, to get you in the game, and to get you going in the right direction. But you've got to adjust your way. You know, like we, you didn't get 600 interviews because everything weren't, you know, went perfectly. You probably could write a hundred books on all the things that went wrong that you had to deal with and adjustments you had to make to navigate your way to the the, the point of success in your career and stature in the industry that you've achieved. Uh, but it wasn't because everything went perfect. So if you want people want to follow in your footsteps or other people have been successful, you know, you, you launch out, you got a game plan, but you're going to have to do some adjusting because things are going to happen to you that can't be predicted. And That's winners, winners yeah. have a confidence because they make adjustments, they move forward and they have success and they, they, they develop a, a, over time you develop a thing where you learn that you can overcome these things. You just keep moving. You try something else. Well, and they, and as you know, they're persistent as can be. In other words, they don't let those obstacles get in the way. They find a way around the roadblock. And you have three myths about winners. What are they, and why do you believe that these are the myths about winners? What are those myths? Well, there's well, actually, we put three in the book, and there's there's a ton of them. But there's there's a myth that. Uh, you know, I was born to the wrong family, and I wish I, you know, I wish I had a trust fund when I, you know, ten or a hundred million dollar trust fund when I turned twenty one, like all these rich kids. You know, I wish that, uh, you know, I wish I was born pretty and smart and handsome and athletic. You know, like all these advantage and talented. You know, why can't I be somebody who thinks up an app like all these these uh, computer geeks? You know, why can't I think of that stuff? You know, they, you know, and uh, you know, why don't I have that kind of brain? And, uh, you know, you look around, you say, why am I not artistic? Or, you know, why was I born in the wrong side of the uh, earth? You know, you know, if I was born in New York, I'd have all these opportunities. But here I am out in the boonies and life is set up against me. So we all have uh, reasons to feel sorry for ourselves. But uh, when you look at it, if you, you look at it objectively, you can find for everyone who doesn't have those advantages, Everyone, you, you can find a thousand who have those advantages who never do anything with them. Uh -huh. And you can also find a thousand people who didn't have the advantages that overcame it and had even bigger success. Because when you don't have an easy road to the top, you learn to dig deeper, work harder, be more resourceful, and uh, you become tougher. And that's what, that, that's the most important skill to have. Uh, you know, to face life as you have more and more success and bigger and bigger challenges. So it's it's really almost an advantage 
not to have things handed to you on a silver platter right from the beginning because you learn to work. You learn to be resourceful. And yeah. it's a myth to think that these these if I had this, that, or the other, everything would be easy for me. Really, life's not easy for anybody. You know? No, it's not. Even for those that uh, are given all of that frequently, people look at them from the other sides of the tracks and think their life, their life is so great. Frequently, it's not. Now, you mentioned there's only there's the only two questions that matter to a winner are, do I really want it, and does it excite me? Um, speak with us about those two questions, because... If those are the two questions that really ignite somebody, that's the one that sparks somebody. Those would be the two questions you'd really want to ask. It burning in your belly, do I really want it? And does it excite me? And am I passionate about it? And does it align with my values, right? Well, right. I mean, you, you know, you're right on the money because the thing is, internal motivation is a thousand times more powerful than external motivation. External motivation is you've got a boss, a coach, a parent, a teacher, and you've got the carrot stick motivation. You know, if you do good, I'll give you the carrot. If you do bad, I'll hit you with a stick, you know. And, uh, you know, they're trying to trying to make you behave. But what will get you ahead in life is the work and the energy and effort you put in when nobody's watching. Because 1% of extra effort you know, the people who love what they're doing, they're putting in extra effort. And 1% of extra effort may not seem like much over a day, but you add that up over a week, a month, a year, and it becomes a staggering amount. And that's how people who, when you find the thing that you love that turns you on and you're running off of your internal want to rather than have to, then you wind up. Uh, without even trying, putting these these amounts of extra effort in, and that's how you're able to pass up people who really don't care quite as much as you. And Kobe Bryant was talking to this, uh, what, D'Angelo Russell or whatever, their top draft pick, number two in the draft, the NBA, and uh, the kid was asking, uh, you know, wanting Kobe to coach him up, you know, when they started uh, early in the summer. And, and the first question Kobe asked him was, do you love it? You know, do you love it? And the kid said, yes. You know, you know, he said, well, you're, you're ahead of everybody else because he said, what I found coming into the league, most of these guys, talented, brilliant, big contracts, they were just doing it for the money. They didn't love it. And when you love it, you're going to put more into it, and that alone gives you an incredible advantage. Most definitely. Now, I have a question for you. You know, we've talked about overdoing and adjusting and finishing and all these factors involved in the cycle. This one about overdoing has, um, it, we've seen it. Uh, we just saw the basketball player over, overdosed. Um, do you believe that this excessive behavior, this almost like obsessive compulsive, uh, compulsive behavior can have detrimental effects on somebody mentally, physically, and spiritually? Because we've seen it happen. Um, so being a winner is great, but being a winner to a point where you're so compulsive about it I think can have some detrimental effects, and I've seen it in many of our superstars. I mean, uh, look at, you, you can name any sports person out there that's been in the news lately, and that kind of behavior ended up being quite detrimental. What, what would, how would you comment about that? Well, it's two different things. When you're winning, 
you're spending your time, energy, and effort going after things that are profitable. When you are going after the drugs, the, uh, the lifestyle of just pleasure, you're pursuing pleasure. And, you know, you're, 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 you're going off the deep end, you know. And, of course, the, the people who win in life are people that are going from one positive experience to another positive experience. You know, they're building their lives. They're not tearing it up. And always, you know, when you have the self-destructive stuff, that's running from uh, things. That's looking for easy answers. People who win know you, there's no such thing as an easy answer. You know, really that, uh, you know, it's not just, absol- uh, you know, you can't blame that on obsessive compulsive behavior alone. That's just, that's just lying. And that's the same thing as lying, cheating, stealing to yourself. Well, you, you know, know just, sometimes Larry you being know, a winner and I'm not trying to be controversial here, but constant win after win after win. Um, you know, they always say it's lonely at the top. People get depressed. Uh, they then start uh, psychologically taking a slippery slope down the hill. We've seen this happen so many times with people that have won over and over and over again. What do you comment about that? And I'm not just talking about drugs. I'm talking about depression and anxiety, and then it affects their health, and then you see that they're sick, um, all kinds of things. What, what do you comment would you make to our listeners about keeping their life in balance spiritually, physically, mentally, because they can get compulsive. Well, you can't, you know, winning is an all the time thing. And what you find in those situations is people that have tried to win, they think winning in business or winning in in one side of their life is going to make them successful in everything. And they neglect the family, they neglect their health, they neglect you know, the people in their lives. And winning, it has to do with winning in all areas of your life. You can't, you know, it's, it's, you can't allow yourself to uh, neglect your personal life and expect that uh, a success in business is going to make, you know, make up the gap on that. But the deal is when you are successful, you start winning wherever you can win. And you start uh-huh building on those successes and unless you are warped or, or you know you know let's let's face it some people are psychologically screwed up and i mean you can't uh, you know they get up and is successful in one it makes them successful in one area or another but the deal is you know winning is not the problem there it's the psychological thing and mm-hmm. when you have you have success and you feel good about yourself one reason there's so many charities and foundations and uh, uh, giving type programs going on in the country is the fact that people who are successful and have taken care of their own needs start looking around and seeing who else can I help along the way and start giving back. There's 10 times more people who are super successful, like in business, that are involved in charity work and helping other people doing, you know, hundreds of things you never hear about for every weirdo who, you know, becomes a monomaniac on a mission to bank all the money in the world for themselves. And then, you know, becomes Howard Hughes throwing long fingernails, you know, 
yeah. and dark. You know, it's there's there's ten thousand people you don't hear about that are super successful for every one of those, or maybe a million, that are out there having great fulfilling lives because they had success for themselves. Look at Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, being super successful. Look at Warren Buffett. Being super successful there. You know, Buffett's a guy super successful. Makes a lot of it. Gave what? At one time, gave thirty-five billion dollars to uh, charity. And so what? What happens is, as you're successful, uh, you're able to give back to other people, and and uh, you know that's another version of winning. You know. Well, it's a great opportunity for people not only just to share their wealth, but to share their wisdom. Um, you know, I'm going to be interviewing Charles Koch, the one of the Koch brothers from Good Profits, and. Uh, you know, they're billionaires and these guys have just given and given and given. Just speak about always being, always be improving makes a difference. That's where winners are. They're continual learners. They're continual achievers. Um, I know for a fact that with what I do, I'm a continual learner, always wanting to learn. What is it you believe about continual learning that makes a winner uh, even more of a, I don't want to say a winner, but somebody who's really got this drive and ambition to want to learn and apply that learning to the world. Well, I can tell you, I can tell from your questions, you've done, you know, you've done your homework and you've, you've all the work you've done in this arena of personal development, because, you know, it's like, it's a difference between serial winning and winning. You know, the guy who's super successful becomes warped, and, uh, you know, then turns into, uh, you know, a problem guy is not a serial winner. He's a winner, but he's not a serial winner. Serial winners are constantly moving forward. You know, they might have an explosion of success in one area of their life, but then they're looking for what, you know, what are the other areas I can improve on to take advantage of these new opportunities that uh, now become available to me because I was able to be successful in this area. You know, when you started out with the idea of having your podcast and your show and and making an impact in the world, I was a dream. You make it happen, and then all of a sudden, uh, we had time. We could talk about all the other new opportunities and people you've met and doors that have been opened to you that, uh, you know, if you keep improving, you've been able to take advantage of it and will be able to take advantage of The sky's the limit. But if you don't improve, you slide back down the, the flagpole because in life, there is an unwritten law. It's like gravity. You can pay attention to it or you can ignore it or you can respect it. And that law is you improve or you slide back. You know, it's use it or lose it. It's grow or die. It's like a knife. A knife is not going to get sharper and sharper all by itself. If you use a knife, you're going to have to resharpen that thing because it's going to get dull through use. And all of us have to spend, you know, put the attention on getting better. And you find, you know, one of the things, the mark of the greatest people is they never feel like they've arrived. They're always looking for ways to get better because nobody ever achieved anything and it was a perfect, you know, like a perfect team performance. No team ever played the perfect game. Uh, and uh, there's always little areas you can improve. And when you improve that, that sets you up for even bigger success going forward. 
and it keeps you fresh. It keeps you new. That's one of the most exciting things is growth. And yep. in your own personal life, things that held you up in the past, now you can move through and you've seen the people around you uh, improve. It's, uh, it's That's really the most thrilling thing uh, uh, because you're more efficient. You know, you, you're simplifying things. You're moving through life with less friction and uh, accomplishing more in less time. It's just a thrilling way to live. Well, Larry, where would you want our listeners to go who want to learn more about your book and you and your videos and so on? Where do you want to direct them? What website should they go to and how do they get in touch with you? If they, You can get everything related to me at a website called Wydell on Winning, W-E-I-D-E-L on Winning dot com. And you can get my book, Serial Winner, at uh, pretty much anywhere. Amazon, you know, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all the Bar- good Barnes & Noble. Yeah. Yep. Well, Larry, it's been a pleasure having you on Inside Personal Growth. We'll make sure that all of those links to your Twitter account and your um, uh, Facebook account and every social media account that we can get from you will be up there into this uh, podcast and into this blog entry. It's been a pleasure having you on. And again, for my listeners, it's Wydell on winning, W-E-I-D-E-L-O-N-W-I-N-N-I-N-G.com. That's where you can learn more about Larry. Um, and these five actions to create your cycles of success. Um, Blessings to you, my friend, um, and thank you so much for being on our show today. It was a pleasure.